Welcome to Questonia, the podcast where we ask questions that we're interested in knowing the answer to about Estonian politics and culture, and we hope that you'll be interested in them too. I'm Stuart Garlick, and uh, I'm here as always with Marys Hellrand. Um, we also have a special guest who we'll introduce in a moment, but uh, Marys, uh, what have you been up to this week, and has it been a busy time for you? It has been a busy time, yes. I actually went uh, east and uh, spent a few days in Narva, US of all places, and Narva, mind you. And I must say, Narva, US felt as busy as ever. The parking lots were full, the restaurants were full. Although, um, obviously, the, uh, the frequent visitors and guests who usually come from St. Petersburg area cannot um, enter Estonia yet. And Narva itself felt very uh, abandoned, I must say. But um, it was good to be back after a while. Well, this is a trip back to the days of 2018 when you, of course, worked on the Narva City of Culture uh, uh, campaign committee. Um, Narva is, of course, the city uh, next to the Russian border. Well, Narva is a peculiar place. It's um, it's um, right by the by the river and by the border. It's the EU's largest uh, eastern border town, EU's largest border town with Russia. And um, it's uh, it's visually a very uh, attractive place because it uh, because the the river really feels like a this clash of civilizations. You have the castles on both sides of the river, and you can you can visualize this um, this difference uh, between east and west very clearly. Anyway, um, on a more serious note, uh, the the only news story this week uh, that anyone has paid any great attention to is uh, probably uh, surrounding the events around the world uh, following the uh, death of George Floyd in the United States and um, surrounding the protests in um, the name of uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, This took its time to come to Estonia, but um, we're recording this on the 9th of June, on Tuesday. Um, On the 10th of June, Wednesday, uh, I'll be taking my dictaphone to uh, the Black Lives Matter protest um, outside Sakur Surhal on the edge of Tallinn. The organisers have gone to great lengths. We must bear in mind that under the rules of uh, public gatherings, only 100 people actually can gather at uh, at events like this. So the organisers have opted for a combined event of a drive-in protest and people um, attending um, by themselves. So everyone has to, uh, to uh, follow the two-by-two two rule and otherwise sit in their cars, which is um, slightly uh, peculiar, <laughs> a new way of a protest, but uh, that was, I think, from the side of the organizers, uh, the effort to um, get an get an agreement from the police for the for the event to go on, go forward in the first place. Audio from that later on. Um, in a moment, we're also speaking to Estonian um, R&B artist Yasmin, uh, who will be talking about um, her feelings on the. Um, protest actions going on around the world um, on Estonia's um, part in it and also on her feelings about being Estonian but also being a person of colour. 
So looking forward to that very much. They've got cars parked in the car park in formation and they're all playing a radio broadcast. Yasmin, welcome to the podcast and thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. Very nice to be here. So um, we obviously want to talk to you about uh, the protests that have been going on around the world, but also put them in an Estonian context. So first of all, um, maybe we could start off by introducing yourself to those who maybe haven't heard your music. Um, So uh, whereabouts... um, Whereabouts are you from, and um, what's what's your background in music? How did you get into it? And um, you know, um, you've just released an EP after your first album. So, um, where are you in your career right now, as far as you see it? Um, I'm a 20 year old, up and coming R&B and hip hop. Yeah, my EP is the second like bigger project that I've uh, released so far. I've released like a lot of singles, and so far I'm just you know doing what I do uh, music wise and I've, I've always been doing music ever since i was a little girl so my dad was a musician also in estonia so always have been um I'm, I'm from a creative family so i've always been inspired to create either if it's music or 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 art in general so yeah since the pandemic everyone is on their phones everyone is in in front of the television and and it's just easier to like hop on something that, that you see on on uh, instagram or or on uh, twitter and and if you see it at, at a level that we've seen it right now then i feel like like obviously you feel like you have to do something yourself and i think it's very very nice um and no i'm not surprised in that sense and 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 it's it's logical that that these protests are so big now because um the pandemic like the way that america has treated people of color during this pandemic isn't hasn't been uh, human in any way so it's logical that it's it's like their last straw it's it's uh yeah they're protesting against everything in a way I think. the the public opinion in the in the state seems to have turned as well um the the latest numbers show that actually uh, white citizens are in their large majority supporting the protests and and supporting the cause of Black Lives Matter. Do you think it's appropriate for um, sort of white Estonians to uh, to uh, to express their support and to uh, express their their thoughts even on this on this matter? Well, I think definitely. I think that um, it's uh, it's it's very nice that white people are also talking about this because I think it's inevitable the fact that uh privileged people's voices are heard more and their and their their words have more power and and effect on our society so so it's very nice that privileged people realize that and they see that that they they can make a change as well and i think that that's maybe one of the biggest reasons why this has gone so big that that privileged people see their privilege and they use it towards something that's that's good and I think it's very, very nice. But I also think um, we should definitely support the cause in, in what, what, I mean, we should support everything that's going on in America as well. But at the same time, we should think about what's going on in Estonia and, and you know, translate it into an Estonian context. 
exactly. Estonia, I feel like, um, I feel like um, there's always been inequality, not only towards uh, people of color in Estonia, but also towards Russian people in Estonia and people in the uh, LGBTQ community. So it's very nice that we're actually having this conversation that I've never seen in my life. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we are um, um, the the sort of the topic of, of um, discrimination against the Russian speakers has been uh, has been a, a strong political topic for um, almost thirty years, and uh, and that it's it's very it's dominating sort of the narrative. But um, what what has been your experience um, growing up as an Estonian in Estonia? but not not being blonde and blue-eyed as um, we somehow imagine a proper Estonian to be. I was expressing myself sarcastically here. Yeah, <laughs> I understand, I understand. Well, um, my experience, had, it's, it's, it's kind of hard for me to put, like, put it in words because I've always been thinking about these things, but I've never honestly had to talk about it in interviews and... and in this way, but um, I think that ever since I remember, I can remember, I feel like I've always had to um, get used to this discrimination and, and because Estonians think that it's, they just don't know better about this racism and, and about, you know, Black Lives Matter and everything like that. They, I mean, the word, the N word is literally in our dictionary. So, so, so it's, it's kind of hard for Estonians to understand uh, a black person act, act, asking for uh, equal rights, um, or just like not even equal rights. I mean, like just just something that is. I mean, something that is like logical in my mind that you don't come and touch my hair and you don't you don't ask me personal questions if we just met. You know? It's it's for me. I've I've been um, I've had to get used to it at a, at a really early age. So it's hard for me to like already, I mean, I, I mean, again, like think about it, what, what I've, what I've experienced because I kind of forget about it the minute it happens, you know, I hope you understand what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think it might be worth uh, briefly explaining as well, um, not trying to like sanction it or anything, but um, briefly trying trying to explain why the N word hasn't been completely wiped out. Uh, so, um, is is there a reason people give why it's still there? I I don't have a clue why it's still hmm. there. I mean, I my dad never let me say it. I mean, my dad was uh, Dominican, and he never let me say it. So so I I really really don't understand why Estonians have this word in their um, dictionary and why they think it's okay. I guess maybe it's from um, the Spanish language, uh, the word negro, maybe that's why, but um, I, 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 I don't really know how to answer that question based on facts. That's yeah. Whenever yeah, this of comes up, people just opt for a um, sort of a linguistic semiotic um, option and say oh well this is just a neutral word it doesn't have a negative connotation or anything in Estonian language and uh, we can uh, see this these discussions uh, in uh, Twitter threads and Facebook threads within the last uh, last weeks uh, uh, just uh, endless and um, 
well, the, the argument, the counter argument is that if using a word, the N word is insulting and is hurting the person you are addressing it to, then that's enough, a, a reason good enough not to use it. Yeah. But, uh, but sort of people, uh, people always want to, um, want to refer to uh, some sort of an, an exception. Um, it's always but, easier for a person to not change, I think. It's always easier for a person to just excuse themselves and be like, no, I want to say it and, I, and I, I have the right to say it. And maybe that's just why. But like at the same time, in, a, in, in the Estonian context, I feel like um, many different people who I've talked to who are, who are Black Estonian, some of them don't take offense and some do. For for instance, I I feel I don't feel comfortable when someone says that word, even if it's not in a negative context. So because we have so many different opinions on this by people of color, I think that the smartest thing to do is just not say it. Like it's it's easy as that. We just don't have to say it. And lately I've made a decision that I won't use this word in my music anymore because it creates a lot of confusion for my fans if if whether they can say, sing along or whether they can't. So for me personally, I think that it's just easier to decide not to say it. Every couple of years, every three or four years, uh, some kind of campaign comes up to uh, try and get those people in Estonia to be tolerant or to be open to diversity. And then it, what usually happens is we have a concert, we feel all warm and fuzzy for a couple of days, and then we go home and kind of um, the, cam- the campaign isn't sustained. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what, and do, do you get... Do, do, disagree here. No, I mean... Uh, uh, the the closest um, parallel or a similar issue where there has been a campaign and where there has been a change is the LGBT issue. And hmm. we can say, okay, well, the situation hasn't changed. Maybe the situation hasn't changed legally yet so much and it's still unsatisfactory and there are still cases of discrimination and so on. But uh, if you look at polling data, that shows a big shift in the society. So, in fact, it has had an effect. It just takes time. So we can't say, like, doing a concert and doing a campaign, doing an event won't change things. It does. And uh, we, we had this similar change in the United States on the LGBT issue, and that's something many people are anticipating with uh, this um, Black Lives Matter movement right now, and and the, the police reform, and and uh, the sort of uh, work to eliminate the the systemic uh, racism. So I think the same thing will eventually make the move here in Estonia as well. But of course, we need to be out there and we need to be talking about it like we've never never done before. Like, um, how, how can we make sure that there is a dialogue and a debate about diversity um, more often and among more people? And how, how can we make it less of a kind of taboo to talk about it over the campfire on Yarnipav and to have a kind of regular conversation about these things? If you have a social media account, you should use it as much as you can if you see anything that, that you believe in and if, if you see anything that someone else is talking about that you agree with. And spread awareness and, and educate yourself so that if you hear something that you don't agree with, you can you can step into a conversation and a debate and uh, you know in the in the likes of, of maybe 
changing that person's conversation or making them more aware and just keeping the conversation up because I've, I've talked about this my whole life. Like I've always felt these things. I've, I've always talked about this and I've changed a lot of people's opinion. What now I've done is just, I've gone on social media and I feel like that made a really big change. Like a lot of people have been coming to me asking for questions and, and a lot of people have shared it and a lot of people have started conversations around my, my uh, post. And that's a really, really nice thing to, to see. So I think that social, Social media is one thing that we should definitely utilize in this situation. Absolutely right. And I think it's, I really applaud also your courage. And I, I think it's very valuable what you said before that people with a privileged voice their, um, their standpoint. And the thing here is also with a racism issue in Estonia, the number of people who can, who actually have experience racism and who at the same time have a voice who have uh, a, I, I don't like to use the word celebrity but who have a who, who are well known the number of people of color who are uh, sort of well known in this within the Estonian society also have some sort of a privilege um, because they have a voice you have a voice uh, but I mean I think there's a there's a large group of people of color who live in Tallinn in particular who don't have a voice but who we see on the streets all the time and I think it's very hard to get to their stories and uh, and um, to really know what's going on in their lives. I'm referring to um, to a lot of uh, a lot of these guys who work as uh, you know the the food couriers of Bolt and Volt and uh, and I, I can imagine that their situation is quite uh, quite fragile in at a time when we have a government uh, that uh, that thinks this kind of uh, language and racist expressions are something that uh, that a government member can make like uh, with the minister of culture even when talking about bolts and volts in a negative uh, way this is actually clearly a racist uh, expression not to mention the Minister of uh, Finance, who campaigned on "When You're Black, Go Back," I mean, how does how how can how does a, such such a politician, such a campaign, make you as an Estonian citizen feel? Should probably uh, mention he he made that. Uh, it doesn't doesn't excuse the expression, but he made it before he was a minister, I believe. Yes, he did, but that was his political platform. Of course, that yeah. Got elected on. Um, that makes me feel very confused because uh, I'm black, and why should I go anywhere else? Where I've, like I'm born here, and I've grew I've grown up here, and why should I leave if if this is my country as much as as it is yours? And and it's not only like it's not only that guy who has said that. You know, it's it's a lot of other people have said that to me. It's especially on this post that I made, right? And and uh, people on the streets have screamed this to me that go back to your home country, even if I talk to them in Estonia. And it's, it's very weird. It, it, it just makes me feel very, very uh, confused. That's, that's all I can say about it. What, what does it take to actually tip the needle on this and make people think differently or what needs to happen? I've said also that I know that I can't change um, middle-aged uh, like ECRE supporters mind I can't I just can't do it. I can try but I can't do it and uh, and make him change his mind you know but 
what I can do is inspire the people who are who, who are the same old as I am and and so they could use their platform and so they could use their voice and so we could use social media for for good for once you know and and I don't know should we wait for a change but we should definitely demand for it definitely but if if it doesn't come then definitely we should we should raise awareness in, in our young people and so that the new generations would be smarter and new generations would be more tolerant and and just good people oh definitely and um how 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 pleased have you been to see so many uh estonian influencers and like we talked about before so many young people with a with a massive platform on social media actually putting their platform to one side for one week and making this the focus of their content um has it has it surprised you has it pleased you in some way uh, I think it's definitely good because for a long time I felt alone in this situation. I mean, alone with with my fellow dark-skinned Estonian. Um, I think it's very nice because they have such a big platform, and if they make re- do research before they post something, then it's good. Because if they if they just you know excuse me for my language, but shit post, then it's just it it doesn't make a re- really big difference, you know. But I I really appreciate those uh, influence influencers and 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 uh celebrities who use their platform for um educational posts and educational content in a way and it's very very nice because it doesn't it doesn't uh take any anything away from you you know a lot of people were scared a lot of influencers were scared that if they if they talk about this topic then they will lose a lot of followers or they will lose their deals with a lot of uh sponsor um sponsors the, the truth is, is if you talk to them about it and and you you just try then it doesn't you don't you don't lose anything i've gained a lot of a lot of followers for, from this and i know a lot of other people who have gained a lot of positivity from this it's i think it's very very positive that people have used their platform especially because i've talked about this a lot and it has never gotten to this point where it's such a big conversation and i I think that that's one one reason is because these big influencers and these big privileged influencers have used their platform and and don't get me wrong i just want to address that i'm also a very very privileged person i i've grown up in estonia and in europe you know and and that's why i felt that i have to use my platform because i have to stand for all these other people of color who don't so yeah i think it's definitely very positive i think you have a fantastic tool that is your voice and uh that's that's the best tool to pass your message on and uh we need to keep at it as long as it takes yeah Yeah. definitely and i also want to say that um for me personally it took a few days to make that post post because i wanted to make sure that i don't say any wrong words or that i that i address this with um love and with respect towards everyone and that's what i want to say to everyone who who does choose to speak on this that we should always always not forget love and we should like we should never forget to be kind and because that's the best way to to spread awareness of a topic that's very very hard and it's it's a better way to to get to someone who doesn't agree with you just just be nice you know and and that's why i've seen a lot with with also people of color in estonia they've, they've gotten mad which is okay everyone gets mad it's, it's totally fine from here i, I really want to say that like just mm. think about what you say first and then say it like 
do some research before you say something and 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 translate it in your head before you say something and then say it out so that it, it will yeah but if if we if we think about for example uh, Lewis Hamilton the formula 1 driver it, he felt he had to speak out and he's been one of the people uh, one of the famous people speaking out the most but it, it's it's almost been people of color leading the discussion here and um, it is a kind of white privilege the fact that people can choose to speak out or not um mm-hmm. do you feel fr- do you feel frustrated that people kind of expect you to have an opinion but they don't expect uh, maybe a white person with the same number of social media followers or the same followers? to have an opinion I, have, I hadn't even thought about that I, I i know that like it's i felt like i also i also had a choice if i whether i speak on this or not because because i firstly i didn't want to speak on this because i thought that i don't know enough about what's going on in america to speak on it so but then i saw a lot of people talking about estonian problems and that it's not a problem in estonia and then i was like okay we have to talk about this i mean you said you had a piece of good news about the protest i don't know oh, yeah me and alongside other um, people who have talked a lot about this in their social media, as in Evert Bohm, Katrina Indiana, Kristina Bertelboek, who's also a black Estonian, um, and a lot of other people who are, who are really active about this. We, are, we put together basically like this collective and we've been talking about this whole thing and we've been supporting each other and we thought, okay, we definitely have to do a protest as well, but put it into an Estonian context and and we wanted to wait until July so that we could uh, involve more people. So since July, it's going to be uh, inside of events, 500 people and outside events, 1,000 people. So I think it's just good then. And on 4th of July, the American Independence Day, uh, we are hosting a march, a peaceful, very, very peaceful march from um, uh, Freedom Square, to all the way to Sveta Bar in uh, Deliskivi. And at Deliskivi, there are going to be different um, performers, concerts, DJs, speeches, and it's just going to be a really fun celebration of equality. And we're not only going to stand for Black Lives, we're going to stand for, um, we're going to stand against any discrimination. Uh, to any minority, so that's Russians in Estonia, that's LGBTQ people, that's really uh, as a minority, and um, it's going to be really, really fun. So that's just save the date, Fourth of July. So. <laughs> Well, that sounds fantastic. And we, we actually um, have our next episode out on the 2nd of July. So we can maybe talk okay. about that a little bit more with with uh, with guests uh, before that happens. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That would be totally cool. I'd like to ask you a little bit before we finish about your music as well, because uh, um, I've, I've been listening to your uh, full length album from 2019 and the EP you brought out this year. Um mm-hmm. It seems to me uh, to be there's a lot of classic R&B influences there. I, I heard a bit of Erica Badu, maybe a bit of uh, Lauren Hill as well. Are they people you've grown up listening to? Are there any other influences as well? Definitely. There's definitely some Erica, some Lauren, some uh, uh, Alia, some Alicia Keys, some some of everything. There's definitely from from uh, New School people, IMDDB, some uh, Georgia Smith, all of that. And uh, I, I love to take inspiration from everything, from everyone who I listen to, everything, everyone who I talk to, everything I see, touch, feel. So yeah, there's definitely a lot of inspiration in my music. 
there's some actually uh, quite um, political lyrics on there. I'm, I'm thinking in particular about uh, Last Laugh, the final track. Um, the, um, and I don't know if it's related to just the international situation or the situation in Estonia in particular, but yeah, there's there's some quite political metaphors in there, from, to my ears at least. Personally, I've never wrote, written any song in a way to be political or anything like that. I never really write songs about a specific topic. I just freestyle and see what... A lot of songs just like come to life uh, in like six to seven months, which is really funny. I feel like I'm a I'm a witch or something. <laughs> it's really cool. But um, actually, the song "Last Laugh" was like really interesting because I think I wrote it uh, in January, and yeah, the the message is "Don't shit on my name, don't shit on my people," because we'll be the ones who'll be laughing in the end. And I think during when I wrote it, I think I. I was more necessarily thinking about um, my friends and my family, and 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 just haters in general. Like, just that's just a message to haters, and it's really cool that that this song has like kind of come to life during this uh, these protests and these these police killings. And I remember I had a, a rehearsal. Um, one day, I think it was last week, and it was like a few days after I I posted my post, and it was I I just couldn't sing that song. I just started crying, and then that was the point when I realized that the song really goes together with what what's going on right now. So that's really really cool. They're they're both great records, and uh, I would encourage anyone who's interested to listen to them. Um, but uh... well, we work together with uh with a couple of american artists we have this collective called manifestus and we have uh, three artists from la on 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 our team and actually mo Weezy is on our on that song last laugh he's also from la so yeah i would say it, it has mostly still in estonia listeners but um it also has listeners in la so that's really cool it was really cool to like send a message so far away that's like really really Okay, well, mostly we've been podcasting about the news recently, but uh, since we started this, but uh, I'd I'd love to do a music episode at some point and maybe have you back on and maybe talk talk in more detail about your sound because uh, there's there's some really interesting stuff going on there. Thank you. I would I would love that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, Yasmin, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, and uh, I wish you all the best with the music, and also all the best with uh, working together with your team on the July the Fourth uh, peaceful march as well. Sounds really cool. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I see what you're doing, but I heard it before. I think you should go and dig deep and explore Find some real meaning, some emotions don't ignore All that negativity will leave you one more Open up your door for opportunity Open up your soul, you'll find immunity In that special kind of love, you'll find unity And I'll be good to you
universal plateau The internet shrunk the globe Music is our language Several dialects shift the notes India, Russia, and Africa We establish what we call a foundation Around these various nations Vicarious natives converse communication Led to memorization of our lyrics From our spirit shed With so many visitors of earth For a minute or two more moments Unfold the bond that is golden I'm over your head like a hoodie It's all good in your weather or not, you just understood me, maybe mistook me for a joke, like, ha ha ha, that was a bad laugh, although you found it funny at first, we get the last laugh, fast rise, don't be falling on your ass fast, everybody pass gas. I'm here at the protest and it's the first ever drive-through protest that I've been to. It's uh, quite well attended I would say. I don't have any numbers but well, the car park is full. And now 
Because 12 years ago, when I moved here, it didn't feel like this. 12 years ago, when I moved here, I had a little bit, just a little bit, of pushback. But a lot of Estonians were very accepting of me, and they cared about me. But now I see a lot more people coming out against me. I have heard the word ten times thrown at me personally. Does it bother me? Yes. Have I gotten into any confrontations? Physical? No. But I am lucky. Everyone with dark skin that lives here is not so lucky. They get stuff thrown at them. They get beaten. They get yelled at just for walking down the street. They're called refugees. They're called immigrants. Well, goddammit, I'm an immigrant too. Am I any different just because I'm from the U.S.? No. So you have to please let people know that this is not okay and that we are not going to stop fighting until we get rid of as much racism as we can. So you have to fight for us. Because, damn it, I will fight for you when you need it. And thank you for listening to Questonia. You can subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your audio. Our next program will be on Thursday, 2nd of July. Bye for now.